Good evening, everybody. So I realize that next Tuesday night is Purim, right? And I'm not sure if many of us would be um, vertical. <laughs> so I figured that I uh, may as well talk about Purim uh, now. So, um, Perek, it's called, uh, the title of this year is Hints of Salvation to David, to Mortify and David. Okay? So, the Perek Beis, Pasigir Aleph. Okay? So, what's the context here? So, we know, um, you know, Achashverosh killed Vashti. Right? Achashverosh killed Vashti. And, um, he basically made a, um, He collected uh, women, many women, to basically uh, be like a, so to speak, a beauty pageant, be able to pick a queen, right? And whatever he found, he would end up, you know, treated, they treat them with all this, you know, gave the special treatment. I'm sorry. Um, right. So you, hey, guy, would basically give a special treatment to all the women he found beautiful and all that. So they took Esther, right? They took Esther. So, um, but Esther wouldn't tell her her secrets, right? Fine. And then it's like this. In Pesach Yiraf, it says, mm-hmm. So every day, and this is early, this is when Esther was taken, but not that she wasn't chosen or anything yet, right? So every day Mordechai would go before the courtyard of the Beis Hanashim, the woman's house, woman's quarters, to know about the peace, to inquire about the peace of Esther. What would happen to her? Right? So the Ibn Ezra says to make sure if she needs doctors or whatever to take care of her, to make sure that she's under uh, proper uh, taking, taking care of. Right? That's what it sounds like a bit, right? So look at Rashi. Rashi says, question is, what was dug in? Mordechai is walking every day, every single day, he's going past the Chatzar Beis to check out, make sure, to make sure the Shalom Esther, see what would happen. Okay? So Rashi says, This is one of two tzaddikim, that were given to them a hint of salvation. Okay? David and Mordechai. So David and Mordechai were given hints of salvation. Hence the title. Okay. David, Your servant has hit the lion and the bear. Right, he was a shepherd, and he's telling them this is when he was. They needed someone to fight Goliath. Goliath was threatening the giant. Goliath was threatening the Jews, saying he's going to wipe wipe the floor with the Jews. And David says, "I could do it. I'll do it." He said, "Who are you? Who are you?" He says, "No. What do you mean? I was a, I was a shepherd. My father, and I ended up killing a lion and a bear, and I could do it. You know, he's coming to curse the Shem Hashem, and I'm going to stop him." Right? Okay. So, um, Omar. David Amal said, I guess he thought, I don't know if he said these words exactly, but he said, Lo bali yadi imza. So this stuff came to my hand, only came to my hand, namely this attacking the, you know, killing the, the lion and the bear, in order to give me, to rely on it, to fight with the um, Goliaths. So he's saying is, that the fact that I killed the lion and the bear was a hint, if you will, right? Was a hint to me to give me a sign, if if you will, to rely upon this, 
right, to rely upon this, to be able to go and fight Goliath. Right, that's what David Malach was saying. So this is David Malach was the first, not Malach at this point, so David was the first person who had a hint of Yeshua, right, a, a, saw, a hint to salvation. Namely, the David Malach's capacity, his ability to kill the lion and the bear, or a hint to him that he would be a vehicle of salvation, such that he stepped up to fight Goliath, right? Okay, so that's David is the first person, Rashi's saying, who had a, um, a hint of Yeshua, hint of salvation. This is Rashi and Bezir So, V'chein Mordechai. And also, furthermore, Mordechai, second example. Amar, he said, Lo ira le it didn't happen to this Sadekas that she would be taken to sleep with the Nachri, must be she, in the future she's going to rise up to save Kaisal. So therefore, he was going around daily. He was checking, walking past the Beis Hanashim to check what would happen at the end, at her end. Right? So again, he's saying is her cho- the fact that she was taken to the Mishkov to sleep with his Nachri was an allusion to him, a, a hint at salvation. And therefore, Mordechai, Rashi's explaining, Rashi's explaining why Mordechai was going every single day in front of the base of the Chatzar Ocean to check out what's going to happen with Esther. Right? That is the Rashi. Okay? Okay, so anyone have any uh, questions on that, Rashi? Well, Summarize. Rashi's saying there's two people who are given hints of salvation. Okay. David and Melech, the fact that he was able to destroy, uh, kill the lion and the bear. That was a hint to him that he would be given the, that he would be able to save Goliath. And sure, that's why he came forward to defend himself against uh, Goliath. And Mordechai, Mordechai reasoned the fact that Esther was chosen, the Sadekas was chosen to sleep with um, the, the king, Russia, whatever, is a hint that there's going to be some salvation which is going to come from her. And that's why he was going by the Kaab Palace every day, by the base on Asham every day. Sure, I mean, the signs of salvation don't have to necessarily be good. They could be a bad sign. Seems that way. What's the sign? How is it a sign? Yeah, how is it a sign? How is it a hint? Okay, good question. We have to fill out how is it a hint. Good question. What is the value of having a hint? Hint of salvation. I mean, whatever. Hashem is always Moshiach. So what is it like giving a hint? What do they need a hint for? Why is that important? Why does Hashem give hints? Right, he'll do salvation, he'll do salvation. If there's no hints, he'll still do salvation. Why is it even important? Okay, uh, good question. Good question. It's given that Mordechai internal, interpreted as to being chosen as a hint, how exactly does that justify why he would go every single day to the Chatzar Beis Hashem, Right? To see what would happen. What do you think was going to happen? I don't know. Well, okay, it's a hint of salvation, but Okay, so now what does he think is going to happen every day? What does he think he's going to see? Right? And not only that, there's a stronger question with that, because we're assuming that line of reasoning. Right. Okay, what could he do about it? Good question. What's the point? If I'd ask you a question, what's the salvation? Salvation from what? To say, to save the Jews from Haman, from whatever, from Dallas, 
But I mean, okay. Well, he didn't know about Haman yet. Right? That's, that's my question. It's like, he shouldn't know about Haman yet. It's not like there was some some bad news which was happening that they were, um, I guess the, the Gula was presumably they're going to have to make those soon. But like, um, what was he, what, it's not like there was some terrible situation that he's looking every day to see if it's going to be some salvation. Salvation from what? Wasn't even known what the sorrow was to even have the salvation. So what do you think is going to happen? Every day he walks by the palace just to see if there's going to be some salvation. Salvation needs a catastrophe, a pending catastrophe in order to have a salvation. It's not clear, like, what does he think is going to happen? What's he looking for? So Rashi is trying to explain a Pshat question. Why is a Mordechai walking by the palace every day? Again, Ibn Ezra says it's to make sure she's safe and she's healthy. That's a reasonable thing to say. They're all taking her, she's young, they're putting her through this whole beauty process, I don't know, maybe it's not good for her, and he loves her, and he's, uh, he was her father-like figure, maybe her husband, whatever, however you want to say, and it's reasonable that he's checking after her, but Rashi said, no, no, he's looking to see what's going to come in the end. In the end, what end? What do you think? She's not even chosen as the queen yet. She's mamish, one of the contestants in the beauty pageant, if you will who's in the middle of spending the, the year being uh, pampered and all that. So what's he looking for? What does he think is going to happen? Well, didn't he know that... Good question. Why is it a hint for Mordechai, not for Esther? Arguably, it should be a hint for, hint for her. Right? Just like it's a hint for David. Good question. It's also not exactly clear. Like for David Amalach or David. For David. So when was this hint? When he killed the lion and the bear? Or like, was it more... After that, when he's being, when it comes to the situation of fighting Goliath, and he thinks back, oh, must be, this is the point. Something like that, right? It would seem that it becomes significant, at least, later, when, when he had to fight Goliath, and he thinks about that. It would seem. But here, it's trying to explain why Mordechai was going door to door or whatever, past the things every day, before anything even happened, you know? Like right when she gets chosen, but again, we don't. It's not like exactly we see David Amalek David doing anything about it when he killed the lion and the bear. It's more just somehow. I don't know the way Rashi says it. It's that he says Lo This must have come to my hand in order to rely on it to fight with this guy. So presumably he's talking about it when he's about to fight Goliath, and he's saying Gamasari Gamasadov you're the real and the dog. So that's like, in retrospect, he's saying, oh, that's the Ramas. But here, it's not like Mordechai, it's at this point, and at this stage in the game, Mordechai is just saying, he's just walking by the doors, he's walking by the palace every day. Right? Later on, he says, Later, he says, That's reasonable. Then after, once it comes to that situation, he's looking back and saying, oh, maybe this is why you're the queen. But that's that's why you're the queen. But this isn't even why she's the queen. This is mom. It's just that she gets chosen, right? Yeah, but stay where you are, sit and learn, like you've been right. doing. Right, exactly. Right, exactly. Right, exactly. Exactly, right. Let Mordechai live his life, do his thing, and so learn Torah. And when something happens, something will happen. In the meantime, what are you doing? So if you learn play shot, he's just looking after her. Okay, I hear that. It's his job. He's taking care of her. But this is seems like what's the point? I mean, it's also interesting how it's like there's an there's this interpreting hashgacha going on here, right? So this is like a tricky business, but I mean, he's like kind of they're making deductions. 
about like signs from heaven, if you will, right? And I guess the question is, what's the system of doing such a thing? You know, we don't typically, maybe because we're not tzaddikim like they were. Therefore, for us, we can't do this, but they could do this. But I don't know. Is this like the type of thing a person is reasonable to do? Or we don't know the ways of God. We don't know the ways of Ashkacha. Like, whatever. Make good decisions and live your life. Like, it seems like here they're somehow have a system, if you will, to, you know, start figuring out the Ashkacha. I don't really know about the David thing. I didn't, I didn't look too closely at it, but was it... Convincing I know, I know that. I know, I'm not, I know, not that. I'm saying, was it abnormal to fight or to have a reason doves coming to, you know, to your um, sheep? Is that like a normal thing to happen? And like, it's interesting. Like, why did he fight them? He was confident that he would kill the bear, or that, did he have a choice? Is he trying to shave like a little sheep and he's uh, or the, the, the flock? Sounds like a risky move, you know? They usually say just, like, look big and make noises, you know? Like he's going after the bear and the, you know? So, I, I don't know. I'm just saying, like, what was the sign from Hashem? That he that the that the, the, the bear and the lion came? Or that he killed them? And why did he, you know? I don't know. Did he attempt to kill them? Why did he attempt to kill them? And I don't know. Like, what, what exactly about it is the sign? Well, was it exactly the case that they were, they were attacking a sheep and... It says like this. He says, he said to Shaul, David, David said, basically, to Shaul, he says, don't no, don't let anybody do it. I'll, I'll go fight with this bushy. Okay? And Shaul says, you can't go out. Right? Because you're a little kid. And he's an Ishmael from his youth. He's a warrior. David said, listen, I was a shepherd with my father and the sheep. And a lion and a, can, and a, and a, I'm sorry, a lion and a bear came. And they pulled out, uh, carried off a lamb from the flock. And I chased him down, and I hit him, and I saved the sheep from his mouth. And then he, right, and then I guess the lion came up on me, and I took hold of his jaw, and I hit him, and I killed him. He got both the bear and the lion, presumably two different times. It was like two lions and three bears or something, right? Does it? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what the Rashi says. Yeah, the, the, the lion and its two uh, cubs, and the dove and the bear and its two cubs. Right. right. So, and that's not normal for them to both attack at the same time. The lion and the, the, lion and the bear or the, the, lion, the bear? And it's, I don't know if it was the, the same time. I don't know if it was the at time, the same time, was it? I think so. It was, Maybe the two different like, incidents, whatever it is, right? But he says, it that it yeah, was yeah. weird. Right. So he says, so, and this push, the RL, is like one of them, because he's cursing the, uh, taunting the armies of the Lakim Chaim. And he says, Hashem who saved me from the hand of that re, from the hand of the dove, he'll save me from the hands of this plishti. Right? And then Shaw says, okay, fine. God. Right? So I don't know, I'm just saying, like, was the sign that, well, why did, I don't know, I, I never analyzed this in depth, but was that a smart move? Like, it, it took one sheep out of the flock. A bear comes, grabs a sheep. How many sheep are in the flock? hundred, thousand, I don't know. One of them takes takes one sheep and runs away with it, and you chase it down to try to get the sheep back, and then it comes in, and jumps on him, and then he you know grabs it by the jaw and kills it. I mean, let the sheep go, right? It's a sheep, right? For now, it's only one. Huh? For now, it's only one. For now, it's only one. Ah, you I mean it's going to start yeah. uh, doing this every day? Yeah. 
Okay, okay, I hear you. There's a parallel Rashi over there, so I'll see. He says, Yodeyani, this is Hashem who saved me from the hand of the bear, of the lion. He says, I know, this thing didn't happen to me for nothing. That in the future, something like this is going to come to me. To save the Jews. And I'll rely on it. Right, and I'll go out. This is one of two tzaddikim was given a sign, a hint. And they relied on, they were worried to lehaskil to think to the matter. That's a funny phrase. Let's see. What? To the matter. Yeah, I guess so. They worried to put seichel to the matter. Yeah, like they, they thought they thought into it. They pushed us to think into it. Something like that, right? To understand it, maybe? They took heed to understand the matter. Okay. He says, uh, that's David and Mordechai. Shenemar, v'chol yom v'yom Mordechai, m'shalach l'fnei chatzar, right? Omar, he said, lo l'chinam also v'sadekazu, it's not for naught that for this that this sadekas was taken shnit pesachim v'mishkav haral hazat to be sleeping with this haral ela shasidahi lama liyisrael v'yom tzara. She must be. She's going to stand up for a klal yisrael on the day of tzara. Yeah, I mean that's teeny bit, but same rough idea, right? It seems like David at the time it happened, he was already uh, thinking about it. That's the point. What's the what's the point? It didn't. It was nothing for him to do at the point. It was nothing for Mordechai to do at the point. So later, it was later. Later, if it's a good idea to do it, then do it. What's the what's the value of these hints of salvation? Okay, so so let me put together what I like. Uh, all you guys are saying nice things, especially yeah. <laughs> so, namely, okay. So, so let's start, I guess, with more with that more of an answer, right? So. So, so here's the thing. I, I didn't notice. Somehow, I guess I guess I um, didn't write, read the Megillah carefully or noticed this in the past. But somehow I, I thought about it, which is not true, that all the women were taken, right? All the women in the kingdom were taken. So you guys thought or no? No. Okay. So I thought so. But if that's the case, then I was like, what's the big deal? Of course she's taken. What do you think is going to happen? She's going to be taken. Everyone's being taken. But it doesn't say they're all taken. It says the beautiful ones are taken, right? Right? So you're taking the beautiful ones. And as Moshe mentioned, there's a three machlokas in the Gemara Megillah. I think you're valid. It says, um, based on her name. One name, I forget exactly what one. But one of them is Hadassah. No, no, Esther is named like Estar, something like it means like the moon. She's beautiful like the moon. She's beautiful. Okay? Beautiful like the moon. She's beautiful. The other shot says, is Hadassah. She was like Hadassim which are not tall, not short. She was like medium, medium looks. And the other one says she was uh, like Hadassah, like uh, Hadassah is green. She was green. And she was ugly. Green means like ugly. And she had, um, but there was a chut chesed that Hashem basically was a chesed Hashem, hashkacha, that she's no sischein b'ni kalorah. Right? So let's say according to, I think it could work also according to the first shot, but let's just to start for starters. Let's say, let's say she was average looking or, or poor looking. Right? So, Mordechai could be thinking like this, is that why in the world, here you have Esther, Sadekas, right, being selected to be, to be, to sleep with, uh, amongst a, a beauty pageant of uh, sleeping with a king, this brute, this behemoth, 
sleeping without being part of this whole instinctual thing? It's like, in terms of his, see, Mordechai is saying, like, was a student of Shkhar Onesh, of the Hashkach Hashem, and in his thoughts, it didn't make any sense. Right? Who knows? God's, the ways of God are mysterious, but just purely in terms of Shkhar Onesh, he knew Esther. He knew the type of tzedekas that she was. And he knew, Alpiteva, there's, it's not, if she's beautiful, the most beautiful, you could say, fine, maybe naturally she would have been picked. But assuming she's normal, or she's actually below average looking, then Alpidera Chateva, she's not going to be pecked. According to Scharbona, she's not going to be pecked. So what in the what in the world? What's going on? It's it's a, it's like a Pella. You totally thought that there's no way she's going to be pecked, right? She's a Sadekas, and she's not that good looking, right? Even if she was good looking, you could say still. I mean, there's subjectivity to it, and maybe there'd be Ashkach to protect her. That they'd overlook her somehow, the guy who was checking wouldn't end up thinking she was beautiful. Whatever. That you could argue with. You say, look, Tava's Tava, she's beautiful. But, you know, maybe that, that's already asking for somewhat of an ace. But assuming that she was normal looking, right, or below normal looking, then Mordecai's reasoning that this is not, this doesn't really make any sense. Of course, you don't know. But it doesn't make sense. So he's. So she wasn't wearing what? makeup. She wasn't wearing. Yeah, she makeup. wasn't trying. Yeah, she yeah, just, exactly. It doesn't even matter if she's good looking. Yeah. Like every, all the other girls were trying to get. Picked. Yeah, that's right. She's not trying to get picked. Exactly. Never get picked up. Right. Right. Exactly. So he's reasoning that it must be if if you again not must I'm saying must but must is strong. I mean you don't really know but if it doesn't make if it doesn't make sense in terms of scarva onish, it doesn't make sense I'll be tafa. It doesn't make sense I'll be scarva onish. She doesn't deserve this. This is an onish. This is terrible. It must be that there's some good, which is this is somehow Ayan Hashem for the good. But how could it be good for her to be sleeping with uh, with Avashbeiros? Uh, That's not good, unless somehow there is a good which is going to come from it. But not a good for her. How's it going to be good for her to be taken from Mordechai to be sleeping with Avashbeiros? It must be somehow this is going to be good for Kalyshal. I don't know how. Not sure. We'll see what happens. But it indicates there's something going on here. Okay. Now, what's the point of that? I guess I guess let's let's stick with Mordechai, and we'll get back to David afterwards. But you know, you can you, you can't make a similar case for David, but let's just let's stick with Mordechai. So now the question is, okay. So now what do you do? Okay. Two things. Now, why is he going day by day, and what's the point of this whole thing, anyways? Right. So. So I guess like this, is Mordechai suggesting here, it's like Mordechai is, is, a, is a tzaddik, he's a tzaddik, and he's, he's a student of the, of, of the Chachmas Hashem. And he's a student of Chachmas Hashem, he studied the nature, you study Hashkacha. And if you see that there's Hashkacha at play here, then you're curious, you want to know, you want to understand, and you want to look and pick up on subtleties. It's, this is not normal events. There's Yad Hashem. And the Ziyad Hashem, you want to study the patterns of Hashkatha, you want to study what's going on. Right? It's not just because he practically wants to be there to, I don't know, save her, to do who knows what. Like, what do you need? Okay, you sure it's going to come from a big deal. So now why are you going there by day to see what's going to happen? What do you, what's that? What's that all about? For what? For what purpose? You'll, you'll find out about it when it happens. Right? But given that you see my say Hashem, you're drawn. Like a tzaddik is an oiv Hashem is drawn to see the chachmas Hashem, and just like a, a, a scientist is uh, drawn to see, or a person is, uh, the description of avas Hashem person is drawn to find out knowledge of a kadosh baruch and his ma'isim, 
So here you see Maisei Hashem in action. And you want to see how it's going to play out. What's going to happen? And sure enough, he was going around the palace and he was going there. And then sure enough, you had the hey guy, not hey guy, um, big son of Sarish. He was there. And that was another in, in, in instance of Hashkacha. And he was, he was like, he was studying. That's my main point, is that, that he sees the Yad Hashem in action and he's ready to, he's looking, he's learning, he's thinking, he's interpreting, he's questioning what's going on. Now, I don't know, maybe Esther's thinking like that also, or maybe Esther's in the heat of the, all the stuff. Like she's not maybe in a position to be, she's being abused, she's being doing all this. I mean, maybe she's thinking, but arguably she isn't. Maybe she wasn't at the level, she wasn't in the right situation, she was whatever. He was on the outside looking in and trying to analyze the situation and see what's going on and to study and to see the Ashkaka. So what's the point? What's the value? So the thing is like this, is that you see that later in the, in the Megillah, when the decree came out, right? When the decree came out. So her, his advice to her was she immediately put on an ashes and sackcloth and immediately told her to go and beg for, the, for her life. And she's like, whoa, hold on a second, not so fast. There was some gold and all that, right? And he's like, no, 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 no. You've got to go instantly. Now, it's a bigger discussion about what was his logic, what was the argument or whatever. But the point is that he held we need to act immediately. Right? We need to act with urgency. We need to show the king that this is, we can't handle this for even a second. And you got to go and you got to put it all on the line and you got to, you can't, you can't show that this is okay with you. So, but she didn't necessarily have that insight, right? You see, she was willing to delay him to, you know? So maybe, and he pulled out the Hashkacha card. He said, how do you know? Maybe this is why you were chosen to be the queen, right? There's no ways of interpreting that possibly, but that's, that's one way to learn, right? Maybe this is why you were chosen. So could be is that he 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 needed to act quickly and properly, and it could be the reason why he was able to was because he's been studying Nashkaha for all this time, because he was prepped. He was already thinking about how these shows going to come. This was on his mind from day one when it got taken, and he's been day by day analyzing the facts on the ground, studying Nashkaha, trying to see. What's happening? What could be good? What could be bad? How's things going to work out? So it's like he was, this is like part of the hints of Yeshua are that they prime the person to be in a state of mind. Because sometimes you have to act quickly. And acting quickly and properly is not easy. Quickly, properly is one thing you have all the time. Have you machined them? Right? The judge is supposed to be, you know, patient, slow in your deliberation. But you don't have time to be slow sometimes. In real life, you have to act quickly and properly. And in priming the person, getting his head in the area, the hints were there. It could be to get him in such a state where he knew he sprung right into action when he needed to spring into action. And he was, uh, he was the vehicle of making it happen. So going back to David, right? Uh, the question before we back to David? Okay. So going back to David. But so similar, I think. Again, I don't get exactly, but what I don't get is exactly why he's chasing down this uh, bear of the cup. But maybe like you're saying, that. So it's gonna, the bear's going to keep going back every single day. It's like it's going to destroy his whole flock. And he got his, you know, something like that. But basically, again, I don't know how common it is or was for bears or lions to come and uh, attack flocks. 
I don't know, maybe it was common. I feel like wolves do that, or I don't know. I don't know, they, uh, you know, but unusual. Sounds to me like that. Sounds like to me unusual. I don't know. I mean, depicted in that way, right? So he's so I'm saying like this is that he basically he was a strong uh, warrior. He was a strong guy, of enough, right? As we see. But imagine you didn't have the incident. Let's just imagine you didn't have the incident of the bear and the lion, right? So he thinks he's strong. But like every kid thinks he's strong. Don't we, don't we all imagine some guy comes and hits us and how are we going to beat them up and are we going to give them a punch here and a punch there? We have a whole plan, right, in our head. But are we going to actually do it if someone says, okay, who wants to fight a thug? Oh, yeah, in my head, I've done it 10 times. That, that doesn't work, right? You have to know, to have the confidence to step up and say, okay, I'm going to fight Goliath. That's what Charles says. He says, you're a kid. What do you know? Every kid thinks they could be, be a giant. Are you crazy? Right? But David Amal says, no, I know. I, I know that I'm strong. Every kid thinks he's strong. I know that I'm strong. I actually saved. I fought off a lion and a bear. Two lions, bears, three, whatever. These things happened to me. And, and, and he, like, he knew his extraordinary strength in a way that people don't normally know. How do you know that kind of a thing? Because he was, he was a, he wasn't going out in wars or whatever. He was just living in his father's house. But circumstances happened to him, which made him very, very aware of his great um, gura, his ability to fight. Right? And even at the time, it sounds like he thought that was strange. That's why I'm saying it must have been either it was extraordinary to happen or the way he sprung into action and how successful he was. Maybe he thought he'd be able to pull it away, but then the thing came again, came and attacked. Maybe he thought he'd be able to just pull the, the, the sheep away, and that would be it, and the lion would run. But then the lion came after him, and then he mamish grabbed it by the beard or whatever and killed it. It's just like, it's crazy. And he just saw this, isn't, he interpreted that as abnormal. And, and what's, what, what occurred? It occurred is that he was alive, and that he saw, he knew, he knew his own strength in a way that people don't normally know. He knew how he had abnormal abilities. And he didn't know exactly why this was relevant or important or anything. But he was, again, as a student of the Hashkacha, he kept it in his mind. And he was thinking. And he was thinking, and see what happens. And then sure enough, at the moment where the whole Kali Yisrael was at risk, where Goliath was taunting the Shem Hashem, and no one was going to step up to fight him. He was going to just uh, make a, you know, make a mockery and step over them, destroy them. They were all like shaking their boots. He, at that moment, he st- stood up, and he didn't have to think and deliberate and say, "I don't know. I'm not so sure." He had the confidence. But the reason he had the confidence is because he knew he he again the same thing. He had a remez, a hint of Yeshua prior, and that hint of Yeshua prepped him and primed him and. He had thought these things over in his head, and he didn't know how and when and where and how exactly it would play out. But when it came time, he didn't del- he didn't have to deliberate. He didn't have to need the cinema then type of a thing, which hesitation doesn't work in, in, in a war at the time of battle. It wasn't gonna it wasn't gonna convince anybody that he should do it, and he wasn't gonna win. He needed the full confidence. So, I guess um, uh, I guess putting them together saying is like that sometimes that's the way you see a few things first of all you see that great people i'm not sure it's not so clear how much we could learn from this maybe they're super great people and they're on their and all that they were it's not clear how much this is generalizable but you see that they're great people and they're looking and they're studying they're not just sitting back and waiting to see what happened 
but they're proactively analyzing what's going on and they're looking for the Anashem. And if they see the Anashem, then they study it and they think into it. And there, Mordechai goes every day, he's looking, he's looking to learn, he's looking to understand, interpret, analyze Ashkacha. And that puts him into a situation, into a mode where he's able to act properly, quickly, right, when it's necessary. And also we see, I guess, the Chesed Hashem, that he did, in a certain sense, give these signs. He did, like, again, the Ari and the Dov didn't have to occur. But if they didn't occur, arguably, Dovah Malak wouldn't have had the strength or the confidence that he was able to do it, right? So it's like, it was like a Chesed that he did that. And then we asked her, I don't know if it's quite the same thing, I say that's Chesed that she So she had to be taken queen in order to get her into that position. But, yeah. Well, I mean, also- the confidence that he had the confidence and that he could convince Shaul that he had the confidence and he had evidence. I mean, ultimately, he has to, they have to believe him. But yeah, he just totally tells the story. and right, They wouldn't let him do it otherwise. And you can't do it if they don't let him do it. I was just saying, look, it doesn't mean he was just a super duper warrior. He was a warrior. He had good, good strength and he helped him. So he, he was confident of his God-assisted abilities, not just pure, pure ability. Which basically said, the suits are decam. So they were, how did they translate? They had a good translation. They, um, that they, and they took heed to understand the matter. They were, they didn't let, they didn't drop it. They had these things and they thought into it. So saying it's like they saw these extraordinary things and they, because no person could have just let them slide and just thought whatever. But no, they were choshish for it. They said, this is weird. This is abnormal, and I'm going to be masculine. I'm going to think to the matter and see see how it becomes actionable. Yeah. So, what do you think? Is there? Is this? Is this? Could this at all be practical for us in our lives, or is this only for people who have knowledge that they're like in a position of great tzaddikim or like you know potential leaders of Gal Yisrael? Right. Yeah, because in both cases, so there's, there's two questions, I guess. One is, could this affect, could this apply to an individual in their personal life? And even if you say, look, in these cases, and then do with personal life, and I only do specifically about the Am, what about insofar as the person, insofar as the Am? Insofar yeah. as their, I don't know, their teaching or their whatever. I don't know. I'm not sure. That's my question, an open question. I don't know. And it's true. The, the, again, this in these examples, it was clearly, you know, for the nation, big tzaddikim. So is the conclusion that's it? It's only for them and there's nothing, zero, it's, you know, don't waste your time. Or is it a model that maybe we can't do it in the same level as them or the same confidence as them? But is there a place? I don't know the answer to this, but is there a place for a person studying their lives and thinking into what could potentially be hashkatha? Maybe, maybe not. And think and have be prepped if something comes their way, and I don't know, or is it just look? Who knows when Ashkafa? I don't know. You know, you know. I'm halfway through this year, but I, I, I stopped it. Because, I don't know, whatever. But this year, I think in this, in the, the weasel in the pet, Holden Bar. I think everybody talks about this type of thing, but I don't know. I don't, I'm, I'm not the part where he talks about it yet. But I seem to remember that. And that's a good point. Like uh, Donnie's saying, but I guess this is maybe about the T war, but like the midst of Chatzosros, right? When bad things happen to Klai Israel. And recognize that it's Yana Hashem, which is causing us this bad thing. And if we say that it's Mikra, then that's like a cradle, cause it to happen to get worse. But if, on the contrary, we recognize that it's Mei Hashem, and we blow the Shochatzosos, and that itself will cause the Tzara to be removed. So you see that that is the appropriate response when things happen to Klai Yisrael. Tzara's happen to Klai Yisrael, 
then we have to, that definitely calls us, calls us to say this is Yad Hashem. So the things wouldn't happen to Israel if not for the fact that there's Yad Hashem. So, but that's maybe on, on a, that's a true. That's on a communal level. And on an individual level, you know, it's true. That's what you're saying. And also the I was saying, it's like a person should mefash with Misa. Something bad happens, they should do tshuva, they should look into their Misa and try to do tshuva. But that's like, you know, that's good at strategy anyways. But I feel like this is a little bit more than just doing tshuva. This is like prepping them to act, you know, or like to getting them in the right mindset and thinking how to act. And I mean, look, maybe you have to be intelligent, but it's like, I feel like they're more interpreting, predicting the hashkacha and, you know, maybe it's similar, but maybe in the individual life. Do you say that by an individual? That it's like, well, I guess if I myself, but I don't know if I myself. Right, but can we ever say we know for sure that this is an act of uh, individual hashkacha, you know, hashkacha pratis? No. No. Yeah, do we have the right to even no, say No, we have. What do you, you mean? You both, that is it is interesting. There is, in this case, I'm happy to mention that. It's like, in, in, and this was maybe someone else said earlier, is by Esther, it was a bad thing, ostensibly. She's being chosen to sleep with the thing. And by David, it was seemingly a good thing. He got saved and miraculously, whatever. So it's like, you see, like, you can be interpreting the Ashkafa both in for bad and for good. At least for that, again, in these cases. I mean, I would think, I'd like to think, although I don't know exactly how it works, that. These, these are obviously the greater the person is, the greater your knowledge of Ashkacha and of Sarvonish and all that, the greater it's, it's more reasonable it is to say that you're going to be involved in the divine plan. Obviously, it's more reasonable to have this type of interpretation. But I would think that I don't see why it should be individuals should be immune from this, obviously, with much less confidence. And, you know, we don't know the Ashkacha as well. We don't know Sarvonish as well. We don't know whatever. But I don't see why this isn't something. I mean, a person shouldn't live their life. I think as if there's no, we're just like scientists, and all there is is laws of nature, and there's no such thing as ashkacha. It's true we never know in particulars, but at the same time, ashkacha is a reality, and there is harvonish, and there is the yad Hashem, which assists us, especially in so far as we're pursuing the path of the Hashem and Kiddush Hashem. So uh, I think again, it's always tricky the balance, and you know, obviously, a person becomes too confident, it becomes arrogance. So, and we can never really know in particulars. But again, as soon as you can never really know, doesn't mean we should just ignore the whole area. But I don't know, you know, I'm just, I don't know what to do with that. I'm just saying, just questioning, more asking a question. I don't really have any answer. I think that that's just share the weasel in the bed with trying to take up this question. Uh, maybe I'll try to finish it up in like halfway through.